Welcome to the Faith Amplified Podcast, hosted by Stacey Camille. On this show, we empower believers to turn the mic on and the word up through podcasting. This is the spot to supercharge your faith and get tips, tools, and inspiration to spread the gospel. Ready? Let's get into it. All right, ladies, we are back uh, with this quick two limited series podcast leading up to the prep for Turn the Mic Up that is going to be launched October 8th and that's to help all my Christian faith-based women start your own podcast so that you can spread your message, your expertise, your wisdom in whatever subject you want to share with other people. So this is episode two of a two-part series, your guide on launching a faith-based podcast. If you have not listened to episode one from last week, please go on ahead and listen to that. That is number 50 uh, in the series, and today's episode is 51, okay? So this is the second episode. Please go back and listen to the first one. In that episode, I covered identifying your reasoning for podcasting. That's really important. Uh, audience discovery and crafting your episode messaging. Today, we are going to get a little techie and uh, we're going to also go over some marketing techniques. All right, so let's get into it. Okay, so the first thing we're going to cover is uh, technical uh, things. I am going to admit because I love, love, love techie stuff, The all the laptops and the apps and the phones and the devices and the mics. Sometimes uh, I just get just caught in all of that minutia and spend all my time shopping on Amazon for all this stuff that I really didn't necessarily need um, when I started off. So I kind of want to save you some time and money <laughs> when it comes to shopping for this stuff. Now, the first thing obviously you're gonna need is your microphone. And I wanna say you do actually want to stay away from cheaper versions because since your voice is what's most important in a podcast, uh, you wanna make sure that there is no scratching. Your microphone doesn't just go out in the middle of you recording a show. And I'm talking from experience. Um, you know, you spend time recording a 30, sometimes 40 minute show and then realize nothing was recorded because the mic is crappy and messed up. Please save yourself the headache and the time and just shell out a little bit more money. Now, mic prices range from, I want to say there are mics out there for $20. Girl, don't do it. Do not do a $20 mic. You will regret it. Uh, there's some $40 ones, uh, that are pretty okay. Um, I, Fifen is a pretty decent brand. F-I-F-I-N-E. Uh, probably not pronouncing that right, but it's F-I-F-I-N-E. You can find that on Amazon or you can just go in, um, the link in the description here or on the blog and uh, grab, you know, one of those. I, everything that I'm going to mention in this episode, I do have links for so that you don't have to go searching around. Okay, you could just you, you can just go and get that. They are affiliate links. 
Remember, we got to be transparent. There are affiliate links, but it saves you some time from um, searching around. And everything that I recommend, it's actually things that I've used. I'm not just throwing things out there just so you can uh, go and grab stuff, okay? So these are things that I've used. So that particular brand is okay for starting off. I would not go lower than $50 for a mic. And mics go all the way up into the thousands. You don't need a $1,000 mic right now. The mic that is the best, um, that has the most the highest ratings I want to say on the market is the Sure. I think I'm pronouncing that right. The Sure mic, S-H-U-R-E. There's like a short little um, chubby looking mic um, that is more for podcasting. And then there's like the other mic that's for like recording artists and all of that. The Sure little one, I think you could get for like 250 and the other one is like 350 And then they have other versions in that same series that goes up to like 600 Another mic is a Rode mic, R-O-D-E, and they have a whole lot of different variations of mics for YouTubing and podcasting in that series. You can check that out. I have never had, I think, I don't think I've ever had a Rode mic. Have I? Oh, yes, I have. And it was mostly for um, YouTubing, actually, to like a little Rode mic for my camera when I was uh, doing podcasting, like on the go video podcasting. But right now... What I'm talking to you from is a, uh, a 5N mic, the one that I mentioned the first time. It's okay for me for right now. I am going to upgrade to a, a better mic moving forward. Uh, there's nothing wrong with this mic that I'm using now. It's just the way my voice is sometimes and the area that I'm in, uh, a better quality mic would help me out. All right, so mics, get your mics. If you don't know what to get, Please don't get stuck in all of that. Just make sure it's a good quality mic and you can see my recommendations. I do rate them like one to five, okay? Five being the best. Now, headphones, if you're having guests on your show, you are going to need headphones because you being in the same room with somebody and both of you kind of just talking out in the air, your mic is going to pick up their voice and vice versa. So you don't want that to happen. What you want is you want to hear your guests through the headphones, um, you do not want to uh, have an echo going on. If your guests are going to be on the computer, you do not want your guest voice to be coming through the computer or the laptop speaker. You want the, their voice to be coming through your headphones, okay? Because if it's coming through the speaker, your mic is going to pick up that and it's going to cause like an echo. So you don't want that. So make sure you get yourself a good set of headphones or just use your regular um, Apple headphones or whatever, but you need the headphones. Okay. It's for monitoring. Then, uh, you will need some sort of recording software. Think about that. If you're an Apple user, Apple comes with Mac computers come with GarageBand. That is the basic. It's free. It comes with your laptop. And of course there's some upgrades. So you can check those out. Uh, online, if you want to download something, Audacity is free online. I have not used Audacity, so I cannot speak to the quality of what it puts out. I stick with GarageBand and I may upgrade to something else. Sometimes I use Final Cut Pro because I do video podcasting and take the audio from that and use it for my audio podcast. And sometimes when you put the um, your audio recording into Final Cut Pro, it, it has some pretty decent editing options. So you, you can use that. Final Cut Pro and GarageBand is for Apple users only. I do not believe that they have a version for 
Microsoft or any other um, type of um, software, iOS or whatever you want to call it. Um, But Audacity is online. You can get that. Adobe Audition is also paid and you can get that on Apple or on any actually um, any any laptop. You need a audio um, interface, something for your mics to be plugged into. There are some people that have a soundboard that is specifically for podcasting. I would not worry about getting that in the beginning. Just get something simple. If your mic can plug into your laptop or your computer, then just use that um, Adobe Audition and GarageBand and all of those. They have like this soundboard that comes with the software. So you can kind of mess around with that. And there are a lot of YouTube videos that cover how to make your voice brighter or softer and all of that. So make sure you do, um, you can look up those, those tutorials. When I do the, um, I may cover that and turn the mic up or in my premium series where I really get into the whole setup thing to really help you get set up from A to Z. So you don't have any thinking or guessing or researching to do. You can sign up for that to kind of go through that with me. And I will, you know, spend some time just coaching you through that because it took me, I want to tell you like three months to even figure all of that out. Even though I'm, I think I'm pretty uh, technologically inclined, just if you didn't go to school for uh, audio as an audio technician, it takes some time. There is a learning curve to make sure that your voice is right and there's no popping and all of that. Like right now, I don't have a pop filter on my mic. So my P's are like really pronounced. So that's another thing you got to get is a pop filter. You can get those on Amazon. It kind of um, helps to reduce the plosive sounds, which is the P and the B and the, and all the, 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 the all that in the, your, um, in your S's. So, you know, get that if that really, really bothers you. And you, you want to have your listeners have a really good experience when they're listening to your stuff, right? Okay. So you have all that equipment. You need your audio interface, your recording software, your headphones, your microphones, your pop filter. Those are the basics. Then you are definitely going to need um, somewhere to host your podcast. Where are you going to host all your episodes? Free version. There was a free version um, called Anchor FM. Spotify bought them up. So now you can go to Spotify and um, they can host your podcast. I, I believe it is still free on Spotify for you to host your podcast there. If not, then you're, you can use Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout is well known in the industry, especially for those that are starting off. It's really uh, easy to learn. You just upload your podcast. They have other upgrades that you can get to kind of clean up the audio. Um, You could even do uh, transcripts, automatic transcripts with all of that. So think about Think about um, Buzzsprout, and I think they do have a free level of, of uh, they have a free plan on there that you can start off with, especially if you don't plan to do like five episodes a week. I think the free plan comes with, I want to say six hours per month, which is more than enough if you're doing one podcast per week. All right. So Buzzsprout has a free um, option. You can start with that if you just want to jump right in and get something paid. Podbean is really good. I have a link for that. 
Um, you can get more analytics for, I think, starting off with like $9 a month. And then for industry experts, there's like a Libsyn. Libsyn has been in around since podcasts began. So a lot of big namers use that program. But um, I personally didn't like it just because it, it just didn't fit my needs, but it may fit yours. So you can do that. If you want to do um, other, if you don't like any of the ones that I mentioned, there are plenty of podcast hosts out there. All you need is the RSS feed. That is what you need uh, in order for your podcast to be broadcasted uh, to your listeners. Okay. If you have a website, WordPress has uh, plugins. I believe there's one called uh, PowerPress or something like that, where you can plug that in and WordPress, your WordPress site can host your podcast. If you're using Squarespace, Squarespace, you can actually upload your audio directly to your blog. And with your Squarespace site, you just add like a little extension to the website address and then you get your RSS feed. And Squarespace has very clear directions on how to do that. It's, it's easy peasy, one, two, three. So I personally use Squarespace. Uh, I don't use the RSS feed. I use um, uh, Podbean for myself because I have multiple podcasts and um, I have a need for like analytics and all of that stuff. So, but you can use Squarespace. Okay, now let's keep going. Marketing and outreach. When you're just starting your podcast and you don't really have money to spend on marketing, um, you can use social media. I know it's tedious. I hate it. I got to be honest with y'all. Ladies, I hate it. It's just too much for me. I'm just not the person that likes to post every day, all day. It, it's draining, but it is necessary. It's a necessary evil. So use um, Instagram. You What you can do is if you do use um something like Podbean, what they'll do is they'll take the podcast audio and create like a little audio graph that you can post to social media. And it has, and that audio graph is like a snippet of your podcast. And you can just post that there and add hashtags and, and, and all the extra stuff. Or you can just post a, a picture of you actually doing your podcast or a little video. Um, reels are the thing right now on um instagram and there's like this they have these um these uh online softwares that can take the best of your clips if this is if you're doing video podcasting so it'll take the best of your clips and it will like shoot out these little 30 second clips of your full podcast and you can post that to your reels so you know there's a lot you can do twitter you, I would say, engage in discussions about faith and spirituality, promote your new episodes, put, you know, pictures of your new episodes. And of course, if you want, you can join your Facebook groups and let people know I am posting. Um, I am putting out new episodes. So, you know, go on ahead and listen, do that. I've gotten actually every time I've posted that I've done a new episode, I've gotten a little bit of a bump when it comes to downloads and things like that. Because people sometimes they forget, they forget you have a podcast. So if you don't let them know or put it right in front of their face, they're just not going to check it out. Community involvement. If you are in a local church, you can let them know you I'm a podcaster and people are very curious. They will, you know, listen to your podcast. What do you do? What do you talk about? Um, so that is a good way. Word of mouth is always good for spreading your podcast online forums like Reddit. 
if like I said in the previous episode, when you're trying to find your audience, say you find a question that you have an answer to answer that question and link to your podcast in the answers. They'll click and um, actually find you that way as well. So this is just all free. It's not you're not going to get like a thousand downloads by doing this, but it does help. You will see the increase in listens and downloads. And um, just remember to give people an option to reach back out to you because you don't want to just do things just to promote your show. Um, Having actual engagement really helps, especially when it comes to word of mouth, because people are willing to share when they've gotten an answer to a question or you've helped them do something. Now you're known as this expert, um, this person that has all the resources and they'll send other people to you. So just think about that. Okay. Next, uh, this is going to be quick. This is legal and ethical considerations. Y'all don't steal nobody's stuff. Do not steal anybody's materials. Okay. You will get sued out here in these internet streets. Okay. People are not playing around with that anymore. So music, um, you will get dinged if you do not use royalty free music or you do not have permission to use the music that you're using on your podcast. There are some, well, first of all, YouTube already does it. They're, they're already going to ding you and they're going to say, Hey, this contact is, you know, there's some copyright infringement here, but there are some, also some podcast uh, distributors that will ding you. They'll take your episode down if you do not have permission to use that music. So please be careful with that. Or if your whole podcast or a large portion of your episode has a lot of music in it and not like enough talking, they'll think that you're trying to promote a song and they don't like that. They'll take that that down. So, you know, go on ahead and make sure that you are using um, music that you have a right to use. Epidemic Sound is a good place to start. I have a link uh, right on faithamplified.com. All these resources are going to be there. Faithamplified.com. I'll put it in a resource section. You go on ahead and you look there and you click on it and you sign up. There is a cost to it, but I'm telling you nine to $15 a month is, is, is better than being sued for a thousand bucks. Okay. So please make sure, um, you're, you're careful with that. Uh, make sure you're familiar with the fair use Understand the limits of fair use when incorporating copyrighted material. Make sure it's safe. You're quoting a book. You have permission from the author to do so because there are some authors that are very finicky about you sharing their materials without purchasing it. So be careful with that. If you're going to quote somebody or take an excerpt from an article, please attribute that work. Always give proper qu- credit when quoting from a religious text or others, even when it comes to the Bible, even though, of course, we know that you can quote from it every day, all day without a problem. But there are newer versions of the Bible, uh, newer, um, uh, what would you call it, uh, transcripts of the Bible. And there might be, you know, an issue with you taking uh, quotes from there without permission. So just be careful. If you're going to use a King James version, use it every day, all day, anything that's newer, uh, make sure you check about that and make sure that you cite the book chapter verse for scriptural reference, you know, attribute, um, works to authors and all of that stuff. Uh, trust me, I'm talking from experience or from people that have told me, Hey, I got contacted by an author somewhere who said I need to take down a quote. You don't want that to be you. They, they, they will find you. 
Okay, so segment seven, make sure um, that you are consistent in what you're saying. Maintain and grow your audience by having a publishing schedule. Uh, I'll admit sometimes I will miss it. I will be like, oh my gosh, um, I did not get an episode out uh, Wednesday like I was supposed to. And it really does affect the numbers. I do see it. So if you can take some time to bulk record, at least if you're doing it once a week, maybe you can record 20 minute episodes four 20 minute episodes at one time and schedule them out. So that will, you know, free up your time. Please do that because your audience, like I said, podcasting audiences, they are more loyal to your show than YouTube audiences. So they're looking for your new episodes every day. If you say I'm, I'm posting on Wednesday, Wednesday morning, when they get in their car to go to work, they're going to be tuning in. Okay, so make sure you do that. Time management, like I said, batch work, try to have a content calendar. You don't have to stick to it, but it really, really does help when it comes to just staying with a schedule. That's really for you and for your audience growth. Okay, last thing, ways to monetize. No matter what anybody says, you can monetize your podcast. Now, I don't think this should be your lead motivation to podcasting because then when you don't make the money as fast as you want to make it, you're like, man, this is the pits. I am not doing this. This is for the birds. I'm not making any money. Please manage your expectations. If you can, I'm here to do it for you. It's good. It's a slow growth. It's a slow growth unless you're already a celebrity. So, but there are ways, it is a possibility to make money. You can do it through sponsorships, just like how they do it on YouTube. Um, you can seek out uh, brands that are faith-based, you know, bookstores, whatever. You can do merchandise. You can do your own little uh, drop shipping. Squarespace has drop shipping um, uh, uh, tools for you. Shopify has drop shipping and all of that. You can do uh, donations through Patreon. Look into that or... Uh, I think the other side is buy me a coffee and you could change that buy me a coffee to buy me anything and have people donate uh, to you. And then you can also share your own products. If you have a membership, a course, uh, a book that you want to uh, sell or um, um, promote, you can do anything through your podcast. You just have to know the method of how to sell those things. So. Remember, it's all a balancing act. Always ensure that your monetization strategy does not dilute or compromise your core message. Please, please, please don't make that be your lead motivation because it's just going to make it more frustrating for you. Do it for the love of podcasting and you will be satisfied uh, more so than the money. The money will come. You just have to stay consistent and uh, constantly just work on improving your show. Okay, so I hope you got uh, a lot out of that, uh, out of today's episode. Remember, there are some technical things that you just have to get, marketing strategies. Uh, I would start with social media for free. If you want to do paid, there's also um, paid uh, ads that you can uh, pay for for your podcast to spread the word to more listeners or worldwide listeners. Sometimes your podcast will only be local to where you are, but if you do ads, say to another country or whatever, Canada, um, uh, countries in Europe, countries in Africa, countries in the Caribbean, you can target those audiences as well. So make sure 
um, that you're thinking about that. Remember the legal and ethical issues. We all got to be ethical, y'all, with our content and consistency is key. Okay. All right. So we're getting ready for turn the mic up. We're going to get into all of these a little bit more in that limited series podcast. Remember, it's not going to be on YouTube. It's going to be on your favorite podcast app. I look forward to seeing you all. If you have signed up, you're going to get a notification. You're going to be able to join a group. You're going to be able to talk to me. I'm going to be able to help you set up and just get rolling with this thing. All right. Looking forward to uh, hearing from you and I will see you next week. Blessings. Bye y'all.